Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this one is probably gonna be a little bit of a different episode because, um, frankly, I'm in a I'm in a mood because um, uh, I've been dealing with some shit. So I'll get into that before I do. Um, shout out to the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Bitbox. Go to bitbox.swiss/bitcoin-made-simple. Use promo code Bitcoin-made-simple and you'll get five percent off and get your coins off the exchange, please. Um, and as always, Movies Plus, that's my streaming platform. Go to mymoviesplus.com and use promo code Corey, C-U-R-Y, and you'll get a year for 24 bucks. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll probably have seen that I shared some um, some personal news that's not great. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've just uh, been having a really hard time with it. Um... So my mother-in-law um, has a cancer called cholangiocarcinoma. It's a bile duct cancer of the liver. Um, and it is one of the deadliest cancers that you can have. She got uh, diagnosed in May of 2021. Um, and it just floored us all uh, because she... I mean, she's only 61 now. She was 59 at the time. Um, but she's one of the most ridiculously healthy people in the world. Um, you know, not overweight, doesn't eat junk food, doesn't drink a lot, you know, exercises, all that stuff. Um, so she's the last person you'd ever expect to get something like this. Um... And, and, you know, from the beginning, it was a, it was a very grim, uh, very grim diagnosis. Um, she asked us all early cause she's a fighter and I tell her all the time, like, believe me, I do not, I would not want to pick a fight with you. Um, but, uh, but I, she told us not to look up, not to Google it. You know, she wanted everybody to stay positive and everything. Um, and I was actually like kind of, I was following that and it was driving me crazy. Um, so I haven't even told her this, like, but um, I mean, my wife knows. Uh, but my, my therapist was like, look, you have an obsessive, you, you have OCD. So you your brain is going like needs an answer. Like that's actually going to do good for you. You'll, it'll put you in a better place. You'll actually be able to be more positive because you'll be able to see, Hey, I can latch on to like, here's some success and blah, blah, blah. Um, so frankly, back in May of or May, June of 2021, um, I was preparing for the worst. Uh, and, and it was, um, not, it wasn't going to be, long um but then the chemo did work for her enough where she was able to get the surgery and now even if you get the surgery to remove it there even if you're eligible for the surgery like the it has to be a certain size and in a certain place so very few people are eligible for it because and that's why it's so deadly it's the cholangiocarcinoma is uh, aggressive it um you know can spread quickly uh, it, it's hard to get removed. Um, and even if you are eligible for the surgery, 
it's not even certain that you're going to get everything out. Um, so initially she wasn't going to be eligible for the surgery and we were like, shit. Um, you know, we just kept praying and praying and, uh, and then she was eligible and, uh, and then she got the surgery and they literally got it all out. They got every single bit of it out. So we all breathed a sigh of relief. Um, and that was like fall of 2021. Um, but right before the surgery, you know, she had the conversation with my wife that, you know, this is likely it, you know, um, she didn't, you know, she was like, I'm being positive, but you know, just being realistic and want to be realistic with you kids. And, um, uh, so that's actually like the main reason we moved. I mean, I know you guys know when I moved, but, uh, cause I mentioned it on the podcast or whatever, but, um, we moved so that we could be closer. Um, like I said, we were in the city. Uh, they're just outside the city. So and it's not like we were far away from them, but we wanted to be close um, where we could just be there as much as possible. Um, so then she has the cancer removed. Everything's great. Uh, we get the new house. Um, we find out that we're expecting our third baby. I mean, like winter, like December of 2021, I was flying high. Like things were great. Everything was going perfect. You know, like it was just like, this is the perfect medicine for her mom. This is the perfect medicine for everyone. You know, now we have this baby. We're living close by, you know, like it just, it, it couldn't have been better. And then, um, and then everything turned, uh, for us, um, whenever my wife ended up having, um, having a miscarriage. And, and, uh, if you listen to that episode from a year and a half ago or whenever it was, um, yeah, I, that was just devastating. Um, I mean, it came out of nowhere. She perfectly fine, just entering second trimester. Uh, and then towards like dinner time Monday, she's like, uh, eh, like, I'm feeling a little crampy, you know, and you're just like, you know, it'll be okay. You know, I mean, that's like, we have two other kids and we've had one miscarriage, you know? So like, I've been through that and I was like, yeah, you know, like, it'll be okay. It's a, it'll be okay. So she was just going to rest for the evening, um, and not push it. Um, and they kept getting worse. And then I was putting my kid, I was putting the two kids to bed. Uh, and I remember her texting me saying like, it's getting a lot worse. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, like, this is not good. Um, so anyways, not to rehash that whole story, but, um, yeah, she ended up, uh, delivering the baby stillborn, uh, in our bathroom. And that was a really, really shitty way to get used to your new house that you've been living in for two weeks. I think it was like the 15th day we lived in our house. My wife delivered our baby, um, lifeless in the house. So talk about things that'll completely F you up. Um, and then, you know, that like was pretty devastating to her mom too as well. I mean, really very devastating. Um, you know, like, I mean, her parents, it was, it happened at like midnight. I had to like wake them up and have them come over cause I had to take her to the hospital. Um, they needed to be here for the kids when they woke up and it was just, you know, this, I mean, I remember the hug that her mom was giving me that night, just 
and just crying like it was so devastating um so that one took me a while to bounce back from and i'll be completely honest i never actually really have fully bounced back from it and i i don't know if you do um you know time heals all wounds it doesn't really heal it just you know makes it the less painful whenever you bump into that scar i guess so then uh a couple months later She's going in for her routine scan, and we find out that the uh, the cancers come back, um, which I knew was a possibility. It was like in the around fifty percent of the time it comes back if you get it removed. But she had beat the odds on everything else, so it was like it's not going to come back. Um, then after that, uh, you know, she started new chemo treatment. Um, it was working, but then. Uh, the tumors were growing, and so they, like, switched up her chemo treatment. Um, and so, you know, that was going. She was doing all that till about, for she did all those treatments for, like, another year. That was in, like, April of 22, and she was doing those till May of 23. Um, but they were, it wasn't, it, they were, weren't keeping them in check enough, the tumors, um, they were still growing, so they wanted to try these different things, um, and and then she got, there was this clinical trial. Now, the doctor, you know, in, like, June came to her and said, it like, it's not work. the chemo's not working, so we got to change things up, but, you know, at this current rate, um, you know, they were giving her a timeline of, like, three to six months. Um... So, which are, we're like smack in the middle of, um, I apologize if I struggle with this one. Um, cause she has been like a mom to me. Um, I have a great mother and, uh, and a great second mother. So, um, it's been hard. Um, but she, um, you know, against all, there was this tr clinical trial where she, um, she actually got it. Like there was one spot available in the entire country and she was the one of the people that got it. Uh, she was like the last one to get it. And so we're like, Hey, like it was in phase three. So it wasn't a placebo. It means they've had success through phase one and two enough to get it to phase three. Um, and, uh, so it was like all positive, like she's going to kick butt. And the amazing thing is through this entire thing, she's looked, incredibly healthy like she you would never know that something's wrong with her um so um so then uh she was getting her scan she got a scan like a week ago like and uh and we were expecting i mean she's beat the odds every time and we were expecting nothing but good news you know like worst case scenario they'll say that the tumors have stayed the same, but we were expecting to hear that they had shrunk a little bit. Um, and, and then my wife was at work and she texted me and said, my mom asked me to come over last Thursday. And I was like, Oh shit. Um, and, uh, and then she came home and, you know, the boys, like our kids are running around and I'm sitting there like, you know, eager to hear like, what, what did she say? What did she say? And she's like, I can't talk about it right now. And I was like, oh my God. 
that's not good. Um, so it turns out that um, that the cancer spread. Um, it spread to her lungs, and it spread to her abdominal wall. Um, and and yeah, I don't. Uh, we don't know. She has an appointment tomorrow for a new clinical trial. Um, they haven't given her a timeline or anything. You know, I'm sure they are looking to um, looking to get the uh, the new the new treatment lined up, uh, and then and then probably talk about those things. Um, but talk about I mean like I just have never I don't know the news just floored us um it just floored us big time and um and so you know your mind just starts racing like what does this mean how much time do we have? Does she have any hope? Um, you know, and you just, it's weird. Like I tried to explain it, like talking to, to my parents about it. And I, the best way to like explain, cause it's gonna be really hard to talk about this with our kids. Um, who like, they're like, she's like their best friend. Um, and my kids are young. Like, it's, none of it's going to make sense. <sighs> um, and. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're, I, I said to my parents, I said, you know, like my grandfather. I had one. I, both my grandmothers had passed away before I was born. Um, my one grandfather passed away when I was like three or four. Um, you know, and so I vaguely remember him and vaguely remember the, um, the funeral. Uh, and then my other grandfather, he passed away when I was 15, 15. Yeah. Um, and he was 93 at the time. So if you do the math, he was 78 when I was born. So, you know, by the time I was like, you know, in that range of like five to 10, where you start to like really at least a little bit understand that death exists and death is a thing. Um, like my, my grandfather was old, um, you know, and he looked pretty old. Uh, you know, he was a very like small, skinny guy. Um, so, uh, so I don't know where my height came from, uh, in stature, but, uh, not that I'm a skyscraper, but, um, so anyways, he, um, he, you know, I just kind of knew, like, it was like this thing that I had accepted with my grandfather for a long time. And so I was just telling my parents, like, it's just like, this one just doesn't make sense. Um, she's 61 and, you know, it makes me mad. I've talked about it before, but like my, my uncle, 
you know, passed away 60, early 60s, I forget when, but, um, you know, he retired in January and, and died in at December. And, you know, we're Bitcoiners, so we think about the fiat mindset and, and how stupid that is. And, and so it just makes me so mad because, um, I mean, my mother-in-law was, she liked her job. Um, and, uh, and she was trying to work as long as she could, but, you know, towards the beginning of summer when she got that news and she was like, okay, I need to transition. So she was transitioning her way out. She was going to retire before she wanted to. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, she got that news and it was like, she's like, I just have to call them on Monday and say that I'm, I can't come back in. Like she probably had three weeks left or something. Um, so it just, uh, it, that sucks. Um, you know, not having it happen on your terms and really in life, what does happen on your terms? Um, and, you know, it's just one of those things that, um, like if you if you have a spouse maybe you'll understand um but if your spouse is going through something painful um and all you want to do is stop it and all you want to do is make it go away and there's nothing you can do um and and my 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 uh my mother-in-law has remarried and you know my my wife has a great stepfather and um but her her dad passed away her biological father passed away whenever he was when she was two in a car accident um so for years i've always it's just this thing where you you realize that um there's this hole in her heart that you'll never be able to, you know, fill or heal. Um, and so I wasn't ready for another one because um, her mom's like her best friend. <laughs> and um, and I'm not ready to lose her. I don't even know why I'm recording this, frankly. Um, I think it feels like it's the only way that my emotions are going to come out. Because um, I'm trying to stay strong in front of her. Um, but, uh, let's see here. My The day before, maybe it was the day of her scan. Um, she... Texted me, um, here it is. Yeah, it was the day of her scan. She texted and said, happy son's day. Love you like you are ours. Um, and they really do. Um, and her mom's always had a sixth sense about me. Um, where like, if something's off with me, um, and I might not even realize it myself. She'll just call me and uh, figure it out. 
Um, so, you know, it's like, I don't know what I'm, what am I going to do without that? Um, how do I explain to my kids that their, you know, grandmother and best friend who they just love and adore, um, that she's not going to be here much longer. Um, and the thing that sucks about it with the older of the two, because the younger of the two won't make sense. He's around the age that I was whenever I lost my grandfather when I was little. The older of the two, he's just like at that age, he's getting older, happened so fast. Um, he's just got that last little bit of innocence and, um, you know, where life hasn't like just come down hard on him. Um, you know, the worst thing that happens to him is if I take his Nintendo away, um, you know, but other than that, he hasn't had to experience much pain and discomfort, which I'm grateful for. Um, but, you know, it just feels like it's going to be one of those moments where there's going to be a switch that's flipped to a degree. Um, and he's going to go from, you know, the kid who's pretending to be Batman and everything in life is perfect um, to a kid who's going to have to confront some very real things. Um And I know it sounds like ridiculous to be this broken up. I people are probably sitting there, but it's just I know kids lose their grandparents. It's part of life. Um but it wasn't supposed to be this early. Um it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Um so just makes me think of how precious time is and how how important the time you spend together is um and that's one of the reasons that I like bitcoin so much is that it helps you um it helps you money is time and it is hopefully a way for people to escape that trap and have more of their time. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, it, if you guys have ever been in this type of situation where it's just the moment where you're, literally in survival mode get from one day to the next um and figure out how to make it through um because I don't want to be I don't want to work you know I just frankly want to curl up in a ball and just feel bad for myself um so that's hard to do when you're an entrepreneur and you have a business. I don't want to say struggling business, but you know, if you're an entrepreneur until it, until it hits, hits that you are, you know, so it's like, 
it's not like I can go to work and just like mail it in and expect to get the same paycheck. It's not how it works. Um, and I don't know. So it's just hard. You're, you know, sometimes you use work as a, a distraction. Um, you know, and it's hard. Like there's just, it's hard, simple things. Um, she comes to every single one of my kids' baseball games. Um, and they're playing in the fall ball leagues. And tonight um, is a is a playoff game, you know. And it's like it's kids' baseball. I really like. I don't get worked up. I want them to win. But if they don't, no big deal. Um, it just it hit me like a ton of bricks after the last regular season game. I was like, oh, there's a, you know, there's a playoff game. And she was like, oh, great. One more game, you know. So it's going to be hard tonight at the baseball game um, to sit there and if we lose, know that that might be the last game she ever gets to watch. Oh. I mean, I know she'll be watching from a better place. Uh, but it's the last time that my son will be able to, you know, run through first base. And he always looks over and smiles at her and she'll say something like, you know, nice hit. He says, thanks. And it's just the cutest thing. Um, I'm not ready for that to be over. I'm not ready for any of it to be over. And I know she isn't either. And that, it's what breaks my heart the most. Is that when she told my wife the news last week, she she told her, she said, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, and you have to you have to zoom out. The only, the only way you can make it through. So you have to zoom out and look at the big picture. And if you're not a believer, that's okay. I hope you become one at some point. Um, but I'm not just a believer. I'm a knower. I know in my heart that heaven is real and there is a place that we're all going to be together. Um, and, and I've heard many people talk about how time on this earth is just so, it's so skewed. We, time is not even real. It's a human construct. And, you know, when you're in heaven, you won't even know, like, you know, 50 years will seem like a second. You know, you get to heaven and it's like you have to sit there and wait for your loved ones to come. They they are there. Um, sorry. Um, and it, it made me think of just a couple weeks ago in church, the 
reading from St. Paul was uh, paraphrasing, but talking about how he longs to be with the Lord, um, but also does not want his earthly time to come to an end. I think that's just such a healthy way for all of us to look at it. Um, you know, is that you gotta, you gotta have that perspective. It's not all about this physical world. Um, you know, her, as much as we'll miss her, um, and we'll want her to be here, you know, she will be reunited with her husband who passed away 35 years ago. Um, and for him that, you know, will have been an instant, um, but the, the, it's just total, total mind F to sit there and think about the rest of your earthly time and not having that person. Um, Boy, I thought I'd be able to get through this a little bit easier. Um, but. <sighs> um, yeah, so. You know, there are good sides to it. You know, she'll be in a place where she's not in pain or she's not suffering. Um, and frankly, she's got two grandkids up there um, that are my kids that have uh, we lost during pregnancy that that I need her to take care of. I know that they're taken care of, but. Um, she'll be able to she's been taking care of and playing with the ones down here. Um, and maybe it's time for her to go up there. Um, and I mean, in this time, like I really want to thank my business partners who uh, really, really like helped and they know that this is going to be a struggle. Um, that's going to be a challenge. Um, and I hope, I hope that I'm telling you in, in short order that this new treatment she's on is, is working and everything's going to be fine. Um, I just, I pray that that is what is happening. And, um, and I ask for you to pray for her as well. Her name is Mary. Um, and, uh, and if you have any advice, treatments, I've had a lot of people, I tweeted about this and a lot of people sent me suggestions and I, I thank you for those. Um, uh, this is just the painful process of figuring out how 
to manage this and really understand, um, you know, that this is a temporary place and, and there's a better place where we'll be forever. And I just was hoping it'd be longer from now. This just goes to show you not everything goes according to your plans. Uh, and you know, my, my mother-in-law's sister was talking to us about like her and her husband have had some health issues and some scares and stuff. And, and she just said, don't wait for anything that you want to do in life. You know, we put things off. Oh, we'll do that when I'm retired. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. And it's not guaranteed you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Um, and so you just got to live life. It sounds so stupid and simple, but you got to live life one day at a time. Um, so I think that's all I got today, guys. Um, and I really appreciate it. And I'm going to try to keep doing weekly I hope I can, because um, it's a good vent session. Because frankly, like this emotion that's been coming out of me now is like I'm not I'm an emotional person, but I've had to be pretty stoic because uh, I gotta I gotta it's gotta be about my wife and her. Um, you know, she knows these emotions are coming, um, but this is also maybe in a way therapeutic for me. Um, so I appreciate you guys all and um and i will talk to you guys soon